can see you and TV the next be the realest. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Blizzy from the Can You Not Talk podcast. And boy, finally, America has been waiting for this one moment. This one moment we've all been waiting for, and it's finally here. So I had to do a podcast. I wasn't going to do a podcast in a while, but once I, you know, America chose what's going to happen, we had to see this. Then I had to talk about it. Suck my fucking dick, stupid. Trey Wayne, these niggas said it hurt me. I ain't heard of you. Get the fuck up on my fucking face before I murder you. Bitch, niggas don't reject the blood, but I know they fools. Whole squad full of fucking killers, I'm a killer too. Set it, shot, 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 nigga. Everybody get pop, 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 nigga. Some people run, 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 nigga. We set it, shot, 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 nigga. Now, if you thought I was going to talk about Trump, you are out of your mind. I am. 26 years old, and guess what? Honestly, I don't give a fuck. I care about six fucking nine. Fucking Treyway. That's what I care about. I don't give a fuck about who the president is. That shit don't affect me right now. Maybe that's my ignorance, but I don't give a fuck. But everyone's like, oh, he snitched. You know, he's gonna, he's a ran. He'll never be able to make music. Like, y'all didn't know that he wasn't gonna do this when it happened anyways? Like, y'all sound stupid as fuck. You really thought the rainbow-haired kid with all the gangsters was gonna keep it real when shit got you know, went bad. Y'all are dumb if you really think that. And no one thought that. Honestly, the dumb ones in this whole situation is the gang. Fucking nine Trey, they really fucked that one up. Yeah, they tried to extort, extort him, but guess what happened? They let him around all the gangster shit they were doing. They say, yeah, young blood is what we doing, shine. You know, this is how we kill people, shine. They let him see everything. Why would you let someone see all that thing? You made him feel like the godfather. You were like, yeah, I want Chief Keith shot. And you said, yeah, sure, we'll go shoot him right now. Like, you made him powerful. You made him feel like he was the biggest gangster. They did that. So to me, what did you expect? You made him feel like the gangster that he was not. If you guys never let him in on any of that shit or you didn't listen to his order, if you would have extorted him different, you could have looked at him and said, look, I'll fucking kill you, bro, if you don't do what we say. You could, there were so many other ways you could have took it and been like, yeah, man, you were gangster because we gangster. Because now look what happened. All doing like 15 years. But who really thought that he was going to keep it real? Who thought that when it all went down, he was going to be like, oh, you know, I'm not going to snitch. I'm not going to tell. I'm only 20 years old and never was a gangster, but I'm going to do 50 years, even though I just made millions for the first time. I'm not sleeping on the floor in the house for the first time, but you know what? I'm going to just sleep in a jail now. No, he was going to snitch so he could keep his millions and keep his new life. So the gang was the stupid one. And I'm sure hopefully a lot of people learn because that shit is dumb as fuck. Now he's going to come out. He's going to entertain the shit out of everyone like he was before. It is what it is. Everyone knew who he was beforehand. So when people were like, oh, I'll never listen to him. I mean, it's going to be hard to like, I don't know where he's going to go. I don't know how he's going to pretend to be a gangster. So I don't know what he's going to do. But I'm sure he's still going to be entertaining if he doesn't get his head blown off. I mean, he's still a rat. What he did was dead fucking wrong. I don't see anything right with what he did. He is a chump. He is a pussy. He should have never did any of that shit. He should have never rat. But the gang should have never let him into that gang. Or let, and even if they did, give him the image, give him that, you know what I mean? Make your money, but you let him into it. You let him become pretty much your leader for the most part. Even though you were taking money, guess what? He was still calling the shots. And now look, he called the shot to put y'all in jail and him be free. So that's y'all fault. Fucking Treyway. Suck my fucking dick, stupid. And I don't know if anyone's been following the biggest battle of the year in hip hop. Nick Cannon versus Eminem. Wow, the battle nobody gave a shit about. Who wants to hear Nick Cannon rap? 
<laughs> not nobody. Now, Drumline, that's my shit. America's Got Talent, that was my shit. He even had a song. I'm a chillin' make tons of dough. That was my shit. But nobody wants to hear Nick fucking Cannon diss Eminem. Nobody. I just want the real, baby. You can have my last. You know if you got, baby, ain't no coming back. Ain't no coming back. That's a fact. This the invitation. Hold Joe to lean back. Don't get hit with this retaliation. So fuck with crack. But the white boy, he fuck with crack. Crack. Pills and smack. Shit. about the relapse? Call Kim. Somebody get Haley. And that other kid you raising that ain't even your baby. Took a page out of Drake book. This might get a Grammy. We going back to back till you respond on the family. Please, Eminem, just respond to this motherfucker so we don't have to hear him go back to back on songs for the on the family. He's already put out three more or two more at this point. And nobody wants to hear this bullshit. Honestly, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody. And he's kind of falling right into Eminem's hand. Eminem right now is not relevant. There is no way Eminem could be relevant right now. Now, he is a legend. He will always be a legend. He used to be my favorite rapper. I've spent $300 and traveled to New York to go see him live. It was him and Rihanna in New York. And it's just his music quality is not the same anymore. He's not the same person who he was. He, He doesn't have the stories anymore. His life that he lived is different. Now, he's his rapping ability, one of the best. Nothing, nobody will ever be able to take that away from him. He is the master of putting words together. It's like a puzzle to him, and he's mastered that puzzle. He's mastered putting it together. But he doesn't rap about anything. He puts words together great, but he's not saying anything. His old songs were either funny, or he was saying something that you could relate to. I can't relate to this shit that he's nowadays. I just can't. Now, I can appreciate his skills, but I'm not going to go back and listen to it. So, I don't know. And honestly, as soon as I heard that snippet of him and Jonah, now I fuck with Jonah. He's from Worcester. I remember the first time I even heard of Jonah, it was before he was big and fucking, um, I seen his, his uh, like a van pull by and it had his face on. I'm like, who the fuck is this? So I looked it up and his music was dope. So I don't even mean any like disrespect, especially because he got to work with Eminem. That's a dream for fucking anybody, especially a lyricist. But that song that they have coming out is the dumbest, stupidest, and probably, hopefully, well, hopefully it won't end, but career ending bullshit I've ever seen in my life. Jordan shouldn't be doing it. Eminem shouldn't be doing it. Nobody should be doing it. Like, they're gay. The name of the song is... I don't even know the name of the fucking song, but it goes, What if I told you I was gay? <laughs> like, I just don't... Unless they're gay. Unless him and Eminem come out. Yeah, yeah, we saw dick. Like, Cause I don't owe no no explanation on how I fell. But on the rail, what if I told you that I was brave? I grew up different than I was raised. But still, what if I told you I'm out of place? Wait. What if I told you that I was gay? So shout out to gays because it's 2019. You ain't got to be living in the closet no more. So Jonah, Eminem, if that's your life, live it. You got this. Now, when I first started this shit, like one of the first podcasts I did, I had a Facebook segment where I like talked about shit I did on Facebook. But I got I stopped using social media for like a month and a half. And in that same month and a half, I quit cigarettes. And let me tell you, quitting Facebook was harder to quit than the cigarettes. And I put that on every... I was smoking over a pack a day for over six months since I started again. Oh, no, 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 not six months. About four or five months. But either way, four, maybe four months. But a pack a day, maybe more. And it was still harder to get off of Facebook. 
Now people are probably like, oh, that's stupid. You're just a fucking loser. You just, nah, go ahead. Delete Facebook. Like completely delete it. I was catching myself even going on like Facebook.com, even though I didn't have it. Just naturally, I would just pull it up. Like, uh, it was just weird. It was a very, and it took about three weeks before like I felt normal. Now my dumbass installed it again, but you know, I don't know. It's just weird to see that you're actually addicted to it. Because you might not believe it, but like I said, delete it. Go ahead. Try not to have Messenger or try to disassociate yourself from Facebook or online in general. That shit is an addiction. Now, I don't know if it's the memes, the people. I don't know what the fuck the addiction part of it is, but the addiction's there. So shout out to me for Quentin Cigarettes, though. Because I always keep going back and fucking forth with cigarettes. Um, When I drink, I have to smoke cigarettes. I don't drink too much, but when I do, I just smoke. And then, like, if I get if I have a few nights out, like, you know, I'm drinking for the weekend or something, three nights in a row, two nights in a row, sometimes I just can't quit after that because I've been smoking so much fucking cigarettes and I'm addicted at that point. But usually I'm good at getting uh, out of it. You know, once I start, I can pretty much stop whenever again. But uh, because of the season and shit, it just, you know, fucked with me a little bit. So I was depressed and shit, so I just kind of stayed with them. And shout out to CBD... Shout out to Ashwagandha, I think that's how you pronounce it, for helping my anxiety and overthinking. Let me tell you, and shout out to everyone on Facebook that uh, when I had my little mini mental breakdown and I was like, oh, you know, when I really, I don't know, I just gave up. Mentally, it's just a lot to overthink 24-7. And the CBD and Ashwagandha is actually really, really helping me. Like, I feel more at peace than I probably ever have, or at least that I can remember. So I'm very happy for that because I thought it was something that overthinking would never stop. Uh, the problem is, is that I'm scared the fact that I don't know if it's going to last. So like, it's so good to be able to sleep finally. It's so good to be able to like focus a little bit better or a lot better, have better concentration, be able to kind of piece things together better. But like I said, it's only been about a month, maybe a month and a half. And I'm stupid. I touch fire. Like I'll go close to the heat. I'm like, oh, all right. So I'm doing good. So let me try to go over here and see if I'm really good. So I'll try to kind of trigger myself in a stupid way. But even the triggers I try to throw at myself, I, it's fine. It's really not bothering me. And if it does, it's simple to get myself out of it. So the oven thinking part isn't really bad. I mean, it's good. And you know what? The ignorance of my own was the reason why I never tried to get help for the overthinking. Because in my head, the overthinking was a good thing. In my head, isn't it smarter to be prepared and like understand or see it from every direction? Now, maybe it is. But at the same time, it's fucking not. <laughs> Seeing everything for what it could be, it makes you realize like, oh shit. Like it freaks you out. You just give yourself anxiety. And that's really what it is. Because you can piece it together and be like, oh well, this could be this. So it has to be that. Or it could be that. And then you just you just put 15 scenarios in one situation and now you don't know what the fuck's real or not. You just freak yourself out. But I thought that if I got help with the overthinking, that I'd lose that ability to be able to... Now, maybe that's stupid. I don't know. But that's what I thought. That if I got the help for the overthinking, I would lose that ability to kind of see things in different, you know, areas. Like if... I don't know. But it's just better. I feel good. The new decade, you know, I had my midlife crisis. Look back at the last 10 years. And actually, one of my exes actually hit me up that uh, I don't really talk to too much. You know, we stay on, you know, good terms. I mean, we don't see each other, obviously. She's in a happy relationship, and I'm happy for her. Um, so it's not like that. But she hit me up, and she's like, you know, you just got to let it go. 
And sometimes, and you know, that's the biggest thing. I used to hold on to everything. You know, sometimes I still do, but you really do just got to let it go. Because I refuse to let the last things I went through this 10 years to affect what I just, you know, this next 10 years. I'm not going to let that shit happen. That's self-sabotaging. That's all it is. Now, I'm someone that's always been my worst enemy. Since I was a kid, that's what I always knew. Like, I am my worst enemy. Nobody else can affect me. I can only affect me. What I manifest in my head is what can affect me. Life is kind of like an illusion when you look at it. It's all about how taking it in. How someone else treats you and how you react is how you react. You figure that out. So, I don't know. I feel like I'm getting wiser every single day. Every single year. And I refuse to go back. I'm only going to surround myself with good energy. And that's what it is. But... I am still me. Now, I have a lot of goals for the New Year's. So, (laughs) uh, one of my goals, anyone that knows me knows my woman type has been about five feet, you know, five, two, five, three, you know, short. And about 100 pounds soaking wet, maybe 110, 120. Always, or usually always, fat ass. It's just kind of my thing. Or, you know, that's my type. Everyone has a type. But in the beginning of this new year, 2020, now this is obviously if I do not find someone that I love or, you know, want to be with exclusively or whatever, I want to try a fat bitch or a fat chick, thick, thick chick, a thick woman. Is that, what, is that the proper way to say it? I'm trying to be a gentleman all 2020. So I want to sleep. I want to fornicate with a thick woman. Uh, I got too many questions at this age. I got way too many questions that I need answered. And the only way I'm going to try is by trying it. Now, this one time I tried to fuck this bigger chick. How do you, you, what do you call them? Like, you can't call midget midgets because it's offensive. I don't think I can call a fat bitch a fat bitch. I think that's offensive, right? So a big bone latent. See, this shit is all fucked up. I tried to fuck a buffalo, all right? I was going to fuck this chick and... This dude, and you know, he he knew I was scared, my boy. And I was like, yeah, you know, what do I do? What do I, you know, should I do? And he goes, yo, do it. You'll have the best time of your life, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right, word. And he goes, now, you might hear some things you've never heard before. And you might, and, and I was just like, wait, what? So he literally scared me out of it. And then he tried to smash. So fuck him. He's smooth motherfucker. Trick me. But yeah, like, the big girls get on top. Like, does that pressure feel better? I, I just got way too many questions. Does it make my meat look smaller because she's bigger? Like, I need to know <laughs> these things before 2020 ends. Unless, like I said, I find a wonderful woman to be exclusive with. But if I don't, I'm giving a buffalo a fucking shot. I'm telling you. Or a big chick. Thick chick. Whatever you want to call it. And I hope everyone knows I'm joking around with the buffalo thing. Like, you know. It's a podcast. You'll be all right. It's just a joke. I think women are beautiful, even if they're big. I've just personally never tried one, so I'm going to. But I just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas. Uh, I want to have a podcast before then. Probably right after the New Year, I'll have another podcast. So I just hope everyone has a wonderful Christmas and a Happy New Year. This has been the Can You Not Talk podcast. Peace. You've been trying to find something. That you think